Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Imagine spending months planning your perfect wedding, only for COVID-19 to undo all the hard work you put into your big day. For thousands of couples looking forward to tying the knot, the pandemic has forced them to rearrange their wedding plans or, sadly, cancel them altogether. But one group of wedding experts comprised of photographers, planners, beauty experts, and florists all came together to ensure that at least one couple could walk down the aisle. And what better way than to gift a dream wedding to two people working the front lines of the pandemic? Hi, I'm Rachel Antrell from the TV show Nurses. This is Notes from the Frontline, a podcast telling personal stories from the heart of the pandemic. Today on the podcast, we speak to Toronto nurse Samantha Saint and her fiancé, Kwame Wilkinson-Ajay, who works at a long-term care home. They are the lucky winners of a dream wedding giveaway by the Toronto Wedding Collective. We also get to hear from Ryan Vanderhout, the photographer who's helping them make their wedding come to life. Hi, my name is Samantha Saints, and I work at Oakville Trafalgar Hospital. Hello, my name is Kwame Wilkinson and Jay, and I work at Kipling Acres Long Term Care Facility. It was by chance. Um, I was scrolling through my um, my Instagram feed, and I kept finding like um, you know like sponsorships and ads advertising mm-hmm. different businesses like photography, and videography, and the front line of love came up in uh, Insta stories, and so I had to screenshot it so that I wouldn't forget about it. And um, time had gone by. I didn't mm-hmm. apply right away. And I was like, oh, shoot, I think the deadline has been <laughs> Let me go back and check. The day that I had actually gone to um, complete my entry mm-hmm. was the last day that it was available. Like, it was the, the day, like, the last day before the contest was going to close. Yeah. <laughs> I, nom- I nominated myself. <laughs> And um, I completed the entry form. And one of the questions had to do with, um, like, why you think you would uh, would benefit from winning the package, like winning this contest, mm-hmm. and like how COVID has affected your wedding plans. And I went on to say that <sighs> I've been engaged for like three years, and I really just yeah. want to get married. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I would converse with my patients and they would Mm. tell me things like, you know, just hang in there. You know, uh, things will eventually get better. Um, (laughs) But I just felt like with wedding planning, like things were just... Yeah, it was like one thing after the other. Yeah, always. always. Um, And like the big challenge for us is in getting married and trying to get ourselves established, we're always feeling kind of torn between purchasing a home and and getting married Mm -hmm. um and this just made that so much easier hi i'm ryan vanderhout i am the head photographer and owner at luminous weddings we're a toronto wedding photography studio 
So the giveaway came uh, uh, with the invention of the Toronto Wedding Collective. So the Toronto Wedding Collective is a collective of uh, multiple wedding vendors that were coming together to create an entire wedding experience. So we want to launch with a giveaway. That's something that we kind of thought of very organically. Uh, and then it was really, how are we going to do that? Why do that? What's the significance of doing that? And especially now during COVID, you know, the, these were conversations that we were having back in late March. We all kind of really had the sense that we wanted to do something good with what we were doing and to give back in a meaningful way. And so giving a free wedding to a frontline worker really seemed, it just kind of jumped out. As soon as, as soon as somebody mentioned that, we were all like, yes, that's the way to do it. Because, you know, giveaways can be like, just like this thing, share this thing. And it's all about like kind of the vapidness of social media. But this was really about stories. And, you know, as a wedding photographer, story is the most important thing to us. And so we had people submit their stories. Gina, who's the planner, narrowed it down. And then we all kind of voted from there. But I think once we got down to the top five, we were like, can we just do five weddings? Like everybody, I think, you know, everybody who's been trying to plan a wedding in 2020 honestly deserves a giveaway. It's been, uh, it's been really difficult. And that's, you know, exponentially more difficult if you're a frontline worker. And then to go through those stories and try to, decide it felt re- it was really difficult at first I actually received um a text from Gina and she's just like Sam have you checked your uh, have you checked your email and I was like what is this <laughs> but I was like no let me check right now and I checked my email and I um I got an email from her saying that we're finalists and I was I was shocked oh my goodness I could not stop telling everyone I was like uh, I told my sister because she was um, she was upstairs, and I was like, "Shalad, we're fi- like I'm a finalist. Can you believe it?" And um, I did the exact opposite. Really? I told <laughs> like when when I found out we were finalists, I told no one. I actually almost let it slip uh, to a really close friend of mine, and I was like, "Wait, I'll let you know after this weekend. Something might happen. I'm not sure what, but I'll let you know." Wow, really? No, Michelle, we like. I, I, I didn't want to jinx it. <laughs> Everybody's reaction was just like shock. It wasn't instant joy. It was like just what? Are you sure? <laughs> what contest? Is it what legit? do you mean what? <laughs> What's the catch? Is this legit? <laughs> but then it kind of sets in a little bit deeper, and you just get so thankful. Mm-hmm. What seemed like a huge roadblock is just completely open to us. Like, mm-hmm. we, we can just move forward. I don't know. It's like you've been carrying a weight for, for an eternity, and all of a sudden somebody comes along and they're like, oh, oh I got that. Um, how it came to, to Sam Kwame, it was really their energy, you know, their energy came through uh, their application, the struggle that, you know, they had this wedding venue picked out, and then it just, uh, their wedding venue uh, closed. The venue called us and they were like, all right, so we can't stay at this building anymore. Yeah, we can't afford to stay closed for this long. So we're going to move 
And if you'd like, you could have your wedding at our new facility or we could give you your money back. Problem is the new facility is still being built and won't actually be completed until April, 2021. And so there's nothing for, like there's nothing for us to view. There's nothing for us to kind of like really plan our wedding around. There's just like one or two artist renderings. Of the, <laughs> Here are of some the pictures. <laughs> weddings can seem like um I think they seem simultaneously really important and also like they can seem fluffy uh like it can seem like it's all about flowers and all that but ultimately it's really about relationships and I think that during the pandemic like having to reschedule so many weddings and people um being so emotionally tied to you know having that happen having that significance and being able to bring that to somebody who uh, has been going through a lot this year just felt like just the most amazing thing to be able to do. We had always talked about getting married. Yeah. From very early in the relationship, mm-hmm. we were just like planning out our lives together. I had bought the rings in September and they sat in my room with all my with all my proposal plans oh. for like a month. <laughs> Just because I, I guess I was too nervous, um, and I was trying to coordinate a much bigger proposal than was necessary. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Um, I'm really glad I didn't do it. I'm really glad I didn't do Why? it because I don't think it would have been well received. <laughs> Um, so for the proposal, I wrote a song and get her involved. Yeah. (laughs) I am not musically inclined at all. (laughs) I was a little clueless. Uh, (laughs) So, um, Kwame, um, really likes to get me involved in music, which is great, but I am not musically inclined. And so I will like, I like, won't really know what I'm playing. Like, I don't really know how to read music either. So it was just, it was weird. But he got me to kind of learn a tune as he like went to um, to go and get pizza. <laughs> so it's like 2.30 in the morning, he's going to get pizza. And I'm trying to play this tune to a song that I don't know. Um, little did I know that it was actually a duet for our, for his proposal song. <laughs> And so when he came back with the pizza, I was just like, I'm hungry, let's eat. And he's like, no, 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 hold on. Let's, let's play this song first. And so I'm like, oh, okay, fine. So <laughs> I kind of play this song and he's he's playing along too. And um, I'm listening to the lyrics and I'm just like, oh, this is an interesting song. Okay, maybe it's like an anniversary song or something. I don't know. Um, and then he asked, at the end, he asked me to close my eyes. And then when I open them, he's there. On one knee with a set of rings, he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I am stunned. I'm just like, what? Like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah. There was the longest pause after I actually popped the question, and <laughs> like, I was like, have you ever been so certain of something, and then all at once questioned everything? <laughs> it was that. It was that. <laughs> As the 
the government's guidelines change, we want to be able to do the most and to uh, include as many people as possible. So kind of as it stands right now, you can have a third of the capacity of a venue uh, for uh, the ceremony, but then the reception can only be 10 people. Um, and you do need to maintain physical distancing and wear um, masks as, as needed. Um, and so we're obviously uh, going to do, you know, do that because, you know, we want everybody to be safe. We are going from event to event, so we definitely don't want to be a vector. Uh, and uh, especially working with healthcare workers, uh, it's it's doubly more important because they need to get back to the front lines and uh, keep helping people. As a float nurse, um, like, um, I was deployed more often than not to um, the respiratory unit where um, where the COVID cases were segued to. Um, uh, covering a lot of sick calls, um, a lot of people who were off because they were uh, self-quarantining because they had they were going through the process of getting tested for COVID and were waiting for the results to come in. Um, like while on the COVID units, it was a little bit hard because you see like firsthand like, how this disease is affecting people and just like the panic and the anxiety that uh, that these patients are going through as they get tested and treated and find a path back to health, I'd say. Emotionally, it was a little bit taxing. Um, it really is, because hearing on the news about how many hundreds of people are dying every day and really does kind of get to you after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, hard. No. Yeah, it's hard to deal with. So for me, the pandemic was quite a shift. I started, I, at the time I was working um, at several different spots coaching and everything came to a screaming halt at a time where coaches are generally really busy. Like we have March break camp and everything kind of surrounding that. I was worried about what would happen next, but also still hopeful that through the whole thing, we would be able to to make use of whatever opportunities do arise because that does happen in a time of crisis. And it's, it's important to, to remember that you can find or create positivity wherever you want. I think the, the entire pandemic, as, as weird as this sounds, has been a, a, an important resting position for our society as a whole because it allows us to really think about what matters. I'm noticing that a lot of things that we were that we've been very um partisan about are now just kind of coming forward as no 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 this isn't this isn't like a policy thing this is just important for everybody yeah i think you know the hardest part has been the unknown to be honest it's that you know i have a wedding planned in august and I, you know, a month ago, we didn't know if it could be more than five people. I think that's, it's a really difficult thing as a family to navigate, as a couple to navigate, uh, because you do want your most important people to be there and um, you want to feel surrounded by that love. And so um, the decision as to whether to postpone, how long to postpone, or whether you can do something meaningful now and uh, create a beautiful experience is something that everybody is kind of figuring out. July 25th, it's a day. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, 
It's going to be next month. Uh, Full steam ahead. We plan to have a reception, hopefully, when the world opens up again, hopefully next year on our, like, one-year anniversary. It's really hard to see it this way before you're actually, you actually have the wedding. Mm. Um, But you have to remember that a wedding is, it's just, it's a special day, but it's just one day. Mm. And the people who love and care about you, if they are for whatever reason not able to come, it's honestly not, usually not that big a deal. My grandmother lives in England and unfortunately she won't be able to join us. And I was, I was so worried that that would just like absolutely break her heart. But she was like astoundingly understanding. Um, and we will like, we'll be able to at least patch people in. Like, thankfully, Zoom, Zoom has become like the new normal. Mm-hmm. And so it just seems... It seems like a no-brainer. And so um, to be working with Gina and the team and to just have things that are like laid out um, like so perfectly, it's just like it really um, takes guesswork out of a lot of things. Um, it takes a lot of the like minute planning of details out of, out of the equation. And so that's just so much easier to plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it makes life so much easier. I wish I found out about this thing. <laughs> I think it's just been... Uh, a beautiful experience just to see. Uh, I've had two weddings now during COVID and a lot more that are, are coming. How strong love is, how strong family is, and how how important weddings are. Because I think that uh, working at weddings, you can get caught up in uh, from going from one event to the next. And, you know, in each individual one, you are obviously tied into that beauty. But just to understand what the importance of weddings is today, I think has become doubly so in 2020, just to to understand that, yeah. Thank you to Sam and Kwame for their dedication on the front lines and for sharing your wedding plans with us. If you want to support frontline workers all over Canada, please donate to the Frontline Fund. Visit frontlinefund.ca. Thank you also to Ryan and your team for making our couple shine. If you're looking for some guidance for your own wedding, check out the Toronto Wedding Collective. They include Luminous Weddings, Gina Humel Day Events, Rose Hill Blooms, and Angela Sarub Artistry. For Sam and Kwame's giveaway, they included videography from Images Life Media. We just know their wedding is going to be beautiful. Thanks for listening to Notes from the Frontline. To listen to more stories from frontline nurses, doctors, and volunteers, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode was produced by Kimberly Hackiman, Adrian Muhajirin, and Allison Bruff. Once again, I'm Rachel Antrell. Notes from the Frontline is brought to you by Entertainment One with the support of Global TV, the cast of the TV show Nurses, and ICF Films. If you're in Canada, stream Season 1 of Nurses, now on the Global TV app. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.